When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Breakfast with Gary and Tim. Simon Lefflin, the CEO of the Saints, to join us in just a second. Uh, the six players to promote the game. The AFL promo was released apparently late last night or it'll be on the television screens over the next few days. The Wisp, I've given you the job. Yep. I'll read out um, – no, let, I won't read them. I'll let you – do you want to do them now or after Lethers? No, I can do them quickly now. Oh. I've got uh, Sam Draper, Tipper, Zach Merritt, Darcy <laughs> Parrish, Dylan Shield, and Peter Wright. <laughs> All right. Here's him, Brett. We can do the other list after we have a chat with okay. the St Kilda CEO because it's been a big six months for the Saints since the end of the season to uh, the commencement of the new one. The coach is gone. Uh, the footy, uh, newly appointed footy manager had to leave as well. The injury to the superstar player. There's a bit going on. Simon Lethleen being good enough to take our call and will join us throughout the year on a semi-regular basis. G'day, Lethers. G'day, Gary. Tim, how are you going? Going well, full of optimism, looking forward to a season kicking off in a couple of weeks' time. Um, get, sum, us, sum up the last six months for the Saints. Oh, look, there's been a lot of curves, no doubt about that. I think we probably um, we talked about that pretty exhaustively, I suppose, across October, November. But, you know, since then, um, you know, Ross has come in, I guess, in the next iteration of his, uh, his time at the Saints. He's brought a, a big energy. He's brought a, a good crew with him. He's assembled... Um, you know, I think a world-class coaching panel with Corey Enright and Lenny Hayes and Robert Harvey as, as well as some great development with Bachelor, you know, Goddard and Damien Carroll. So the program looks a lot different. Um, I guess there's pretty intense demands on everyone within it um, with a focus on, you know, real clarity of roles and game plan and 100% effort. And I think selection will that'll back that up. So it's a, there's certainly a different feel around the footy program and the intensity and um, I guess demands that Ross brings and I guess the other parts of the club are, are flourishing too with our 150th year this year and the completion of uh, the rest of the Danny Frawley Centre with a, a new public gym and Pilates studio and all that sort of stuff. So we've got plenty going on, but it's a, it's a big year for the club. It is. And, um, you know, it was really an interesting off-season and it was unapologetic in the end without, you know, still having care and empathy for, you know, Brett Ratton's situation and others, but it was, you know, there was a bit of a hard line underneath, underlying the decisions that you made. So from a St Kilda fan's point of view, what what is the realistic expectation for them this year? Yeah, look, I mean, on the back of, I guess, um, you know, one practice match and some of our better players being unavailable and a a new coach, a new game plan, um, and a really new footy program. I guess there's there's so many unknowns this this time of year to be able to answer that question with any real clarity. I guess what our fans do need to know, you know, some of the knowns uh, within the program are that, um, you know, in, in the first four years of of Ross's tenure back at the club, we're we're going to be relentless in you know pursuing having this club contending for a flag. Um, you know, we'll be fitter than we ever have been, and we are. Um, you know, there'll be, there'll be significant expectations on delivering 100% effort, you know, and selection will, will back that up. Um, there'll be greater clarity and education around the game plan and the, the playing group will know what's expected of them and their role. Um, you know, we'll give opportunity to youth. And you've seen Philip who run around last week and, and the importance of giving 
challenge young players a chance. You know, and so the fans can, I guess, be clear on, on those things. that They're the knowns that if it'll be there, you know, the pursuit of the culture of excellence that Ross and his team want, um, the preparation and the clarity. You know, we're pursuing uh, ultimate success in Ross's tenure. Where that, where that lands us after round 23 this year, I don't think we'll know until the season's well underway, but there's enough knowns there that the, that the, the fans can expect of us. Is there a more of a hard line approach that's been adopted under Ross Lyons, Simon? Is that is that what you're saying? Well, I think I think that's what Ross does. I mean, I think any club he's coached at would confirm that the level of intensity and expectations that he brings is at the highest end possible. I don't know. Now, his reputation precedes him in that regard, and it's being delivered now. So um, you can really ask the players that. But I think you know we had. You know, over two thirds of our list come back and and you know perform personal best in running and gym. You know, the expectations on them were known, and they've done the work to deliver on that. So, however you gauge that, I guess the answer is yes, because that's what Ross demands. And if you can't keep up or you can't deliver, then I don't think you'll find yourself playing at Marvel. Um, and that's the way you know clubs should operate. Um, and I think everyone's everyone's bought into the fact that that's the expectation level. So. And that, that permeates across the administration part of the business. We've got a big year this year in 150, and we expect everyone to dig in and excel at what they're doing. And um, we're not intending on leaving much on the table. Where that gets us to, um, I think it's going to be a... You know, you, Ross used the term, I think, with you, Tim, and with others, that it's a real season of exploration and growth for us. And, and hopefully the growth is as quick as it can be, but there'll certainly be foundations set for the next four years with Ross that um, is designed to set us up to win. Talking to Simon Lethlin, the Saints CEO, um, Jeff Walsh left unexpectedly. Has that been a major disruption to the club? Oh, look, it was disappointing given given the experience and strength of leadership that Jeff brought. Um, you know, I don't want to go into the circumstances too much other than uh, when you tell the truth about people leaving, people often try and find other stories in it, apart from the fact that Jeff's a good man and needed to go away and look after the health of you know, some of his family. Um, but he, he delivered three months for us here of, you know, transition, um, bringing a new coach, new program, new people, uh, and he had the, the strength of leadership to help set that up. So in that regard, we got some great stuff from Jeff. I would have loved him to have been here to see the year out and to, to work with Ross, who he didn't know that well and was starting to have a great relationship with. But, um, you know, at his age and, and with things happening in his life, he's made the right call for his family rather than, for his own career, and maybe that's you know something he hasn't done in the past. I, I can't speak for Jeff, but we do miss him. But he's not lost to us. But we we are well placed with what he's set up, and we're well placed with a, a coach who really leads heavily from the front. And David Misson is a trusted lieutenant of his who knows high performance and knows conditioning. And you know we've got a really experienced coaching staff with Harves and Lenny and and Corey and and also Tess McManus, who who you guys would know has been involved in footy ops and admin for over 20 years being the football caper longer than, than Ross and I. So uh, we're well-placed for the program to be delivered. So will you replace – are you hoping to have a, a full-time replacement? I mean, the AFL haven't got a footy manager, but where, where are you going to sit with that? No, we've we've stepped up Dave Misson and Tess into, you know, acting, you know, call them interim roles, leading football, you know, Tess from an operations and admin perspective and, and David from overseeing the rest of footy from conditioning, high-performance coaching, et cetera. And we've got – Really experienced list managers in in Graham Allen and Stephen Silvani who don't don't need hand holding. So we're comfortable with with that setup for the year. Ideally, those 
those guys um, deliver and provide the, the program that we want with the leadership we need and, and they're going to be given every chance to deliver that while we obviously look at the market for you know who might be able to deliver better. But no, we're certainly backing those guys in to deliver our free program. Is it unusual that the AFL don't have somebody in that position now? Oh, look, I suppose it is in, in isolation. But if you look at the context of why not, I think it's pretty understandable insofar as you know, working out who's going to lead that organisation going forward, and the fact that some of those in in that uh, in that hunter are currently in football roles. So, um, I'm sure that'll be sorted out uh, in the near future. As a club CEO, would you like to have some certainty around that decision making now, though, in terms of you know who's going to be the AFL CEO, who's going to be the footy boss? Oh, again, in isolation, everyone loves certainty, mm. but I think um, I think there's enough understanding in the industry that um, there's some pretty important decisions to be made. Um, in relation to leadership of football and the organisation at the AFL. I think there's a level of patience from from those in the industry to, to make sure that the correct decision is made. There's certainly enough patience from St Kilda's end that um, the AFL will make the right calls there. Ross is, um, is going to be a subject of great fascination, great for us all, the media, to have him back involved. Um, it's a hard sell on the you know, Ross Mark II softer, cuddlier version. Um are you a believer in that? Because I'm not sure even he believes it, but he's just selling it hard. <laughs> uh, oh, look, Ross is a very believable guy. He's very engaging, and he can really capture. He can really capture his people. Um, I firmly believe that he's um, he's going to and intends to deliver on um, far more trust and delegation in his people, especially his coaching group. Uh, I think from his own. You know, assessment of his previous iterations in coaching, he's probably been a bit more dogmatic and a bit more single-minded in what he wants. He's certainly arrived here in November and empowered, as I said, you know, Corey Lenny and Harves to to develop a game plan for his assessment and his critique, and they've done that together. So I think he certainly um, intends on delegating and trusting his people across high performance, and you know, he knows and trusts Gabby and Soss in this management. Um, so I think you'll see that whether he's um, approachable for a hug post loss. I'll leave that to you guys to have a go. I'll, I'll keep clear, but um, he's certainly engaging. He's great company. He's great for our club. He brings not just professionalism uh, and relevance, but he brings you know a, a demand for people to buy in, and we're certainly seeing that. Uh, I do genuinely think it's sensational. He's back involved in footy. Um, is so the first game you, the, you're going back to Moorabbin. I think you're back at Moorabbin on Friday night. You take on the Bombers at four o'clock. Will Ed Sheeran be in the coach's box? Uh, well, at the moment, Ed might be playing full forward with King and Memory out. So we're just working on a few things to see if he's mobile enough down there. We tried a few drills yesterday. Jeez, you're good mates uh, with him. You've yeah. got your arm around him. You're giving him a cuddle. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty big into my music, as you'd know, Gary. So I'm. I like to meet the stars, but no, he came down to, to surprise our players and really give a bit of a pep in the step of our staff down here for our 150th. You know, he's a he's a St Kilda person through his great relationships that he had with Michael Gudinski and now Matt Gudinski and, and Shane Warner. You know, the, the team from Mushroom are supporting us in our in our round three game uh, at Essendon at the MCG you know, for our 150th celebration, which we you know we really are imploring our fans to get to to try and get 65,000 people there. So he's a friend of the club. It was great to have him down. And um, no, I think we'll, uh, I think he's entertaining 110,000 fans Friday night, so he won't be, uh, oh. won't be here entertaining yeah. the Saints fans. We don't like to go over the top too early with uh, young players that step into the game, but uh, you look like you might have a nice young player in uh, Matthias Philippou. Oh, not over the top. Tim said he's better than Trevor Barker. 
Uh, well, well, we'll see. He's certainly a um, he's certainly a talent. He's certainly arrived with really strong intent to be the best footballer he can be. Um, you know, I think we've seen that in some snippets of, you know, just his personality. Um, he brings a level of confidence in his ability that uh, I think we're really confident that he will back up. He works hard. He's got a great size about him. You would have seen for those that watch the game, he can play mid and he can catch it down forward. So. He looks good, but he's got to keep doing the work. He'll be given his chances, and you know, along with, you know, we're really, really happy with the last two years of, of drafting with, you know, Wanganeen, Malera, and mm. um, Owens, and, and Windhager, and, and now, uh, and now Mateus, and you know, we, we intend to keep topping up with our young talent and chasing A grade talent as well. But yeah, he looks like a, a really, a really um, impressive player, Tim. So he's got a good eye as usual. The big year. They've launched uh, the Saints their 150-year campaign today. The TVC features some of the club's biggest players. Uh, celebrate the real legends of the club, the fans. So it is a massive year for St Kilda, and um, uh, it shapes as a challenging one, but it's going to be a very interesting one, and we'll be along for the ride, and we'll touch base regularly, Simon. So thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having us, guys. Look forward to being on here. Just reiterate to our fans, if you, we really need to join us members. We've brought all our games home to Victoria this year and not selling home games, but for that to be sustainable, we need you to turn up, especially at around three at the G, so look forward to seeing you all. Uh, that's a message for all clubs, um, but especially those that have, as we said, have had challenges and the Saints with the just the one flag and uh, the rebuild. Well, I don't know if it's a rebuild, but the reset under Ross Lyon is on. And mm. It might take more than a year with, but I suspect maybe it will, but I uh, could be wrong. Um, there's no limit put on these teams, but... It is the 150th year celebration. It's a massive event uh, uh, on round three at the MCG. So you want to have your membership stitched up um, by that stage and get down and celebrate because it's going to be a big, big day. Did uh, Wanganui Malira catch your eye a bit the other night too? Has since he's arrived. He's going to be a player too. Yeah, has since he's arrived. He's a really talented kid. So good luck to the Saints.